uh, someone who has two faces, someone who does not attempt to live a life in Jesus Christ, but deliberately and knowingly lives on two opposite sides of the spiritual world. So there is clearly no attempt to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And there is a deliberate effort to live this double life, to have two faces. And Christ speaks of one particular characteristics or characteristic of the hypocrite. He says to the people that he is preaching to, hypocrites, why don't you take the log out of your own eye before you attempt to take the speck out of your brother's eye? You see, when we judge, when we find fault with others, when we bring our brother and sister into a place of judgment, then we are behaving like the hypocrite. I'm not saying we are, we are behaving like the hypocrite. And so this is a distinct characteristic of the hypocrite because Jesus Christ could have pointed out other things, but he points this specific aspect, this characteristic. So my question to each and every single one of us is, how many of us are judging others? How many of us are looking at someone else before looking at ourselves? And seeing the law that is in our eye, seeing the weight of sin that is on our shoulders, rather than trying to take the speck out of someone else's eye and dusting the sin off their shoulders. You see, I don't think for a moment that any of us here are hypocrites because it takes a lot to be one. And it's kind of hard to do that based on the definition that I gave. But we somehow dive into it every now and then. We kind of test the waters. And my warning to you today is that even though none of us here, by God's grace, are hypocrites, let us never think that we can't become one. It's possible. It's possible to leave that intimate relationship with God. It's possible to reject God. It's possible to move away from the church. It's possible to stray away from the prayers and the fastings that the church has ascribed. And so, yes, there is a possibility that you and I can become two-faced. That we can deliberately put on a show here and in our company and in our, our social groups, but yet we have a different face somewhere else, maybe at home, maybe even when the family is not looking. That's a possibility for all of us. It can happen, even to me. I'm not a stranger to these things. I have like passions, such as all of you. I have desires, such as all of you. I have thoughts, just as all of you. 
But what keeps a person strong in the Lord and away from hypocrisy and away from the title of hypocrite is an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and fasting. My friends, you must fast. Unless you fast, you cannot survive in this hypocritical world. It will swallow you up. And like we've seen all over certain newspapers and certain media, we can have no rest in our heart and our mind will not be stable. But God comes to you today and He gives you comfort, He gives you joy, He gives you peace beyond understanding. And that is what you have to rest on. Don't be afraid. I don't think that anyone here is a hypocrite. I know that you love God and that you care for God and that you want an intimate relationship with Him. But do not judge. Do not bring fault against anyone. But look at yourself and see what is inside of you, the faults, the sin, the evil desires that is inside of us. Let us work on ourselves before we begin to work on our brothers and sisters. For the saints say, if you save yourself, you will save thousands around you. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. I thank you, Jesus, for this afternoon, this morning you have given to us, the evening that is approaching, so that you can cleanse our hearts and our minds and our souls. Lord, we know that you love us and that you care for us and that your compassion is overwhelming. And we know that you will protect us and save us from all of the things in the world that can bring us into the realm of hypocrisy. Lord, be our shepherd, our leader, our God, and strengthen us this morning, afternoon, and evening. Give us grace and mercy for the coming week. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask that everyone be seated and that everyone continue to have their eyes closed and their head bowed. Right now, we're going to have an intercessory prayer for those of the suffering, those who have passed away, those who are dealing with great calamity and disaster in the state of Kerala, the country of India. As I chant this intercessory prayer, I will end it each, I will end each part with Amen, and then all of you will in a chanting fashion say, Kuriye Laisong.